Well, if you've been going to the grocery store, we've been told to try and limit it to once a week. If you can, people still need to buy the essentials. You may have noticed some changes at the grocery store, whether it's footprints on the ground showing you where to stand, not too close to other people, whether it's arrows with some of the grocery stores which have tried to make the lanes one way to avoid people from getting too close, and other physical distancing strategies. And for most of us, we can follow those rules. It's not that difficult. However, physical distancing can be a challenge for people who are visually impaired. And Diane Bergeron joins me on the line now, the president of CNIB Guide Dogs. Diane, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you very much. What would you say are the biggest challenges right now for people who are visually impaired trying to keep physical distances? Well, there's several issues. First of all, um, there's many people who are blind or partially sighted in this country who live alone, who do not have a family member in the household with them to be able to go and get the groceries and and help the the person with their shopping. So they rely on neighbors, friends, and family members that don't live with them to go out. And, of course, they use white canes, guide dogs, and sighted guides. Um, But often, sighted guide is very helpful in those situations, having a person actually guide us. But you cannot physically safely guide someone from six feet away. So we need to be uh, holding the person's arm. We need to be close to them. And of course, what's happening is you're going to get your groceries and they're only letting people in one at a time. They're telling you single file. That doesn't work if somebody is guiding you. Uh, And so what are what are people in that scenario doing? Um, Sometimes what's happening, what we're finding is people are being discriminated against. They're being told they cannot have a sighted guide go with them into the store, that they must go one at a time. And they have no option but to leave um, or have that person go in, which means the person who's blind doesn't get to go and do their own banking. They don't get to do their own groceries or their their own um, pharmaceuticals, pick up their prescriptions. You know, there's privacy issues here. Nobody shouldn't have to give somebody information about their banking. They shouldn't have to have somebody else find out what types of medications they're on. That's a private thing. And so... We're asking the general public and businesses to please be a little bit of and demonstrate empathy at this time and understand that not everybody can have physical distancing at all times. Um, We are recommending that anybody who requires a sighted guide, both the guide and the person uh, who has sight loss, wear a mask and use gloves to try and make sure that we follow the best practices as possible to reduce any possible transmission of the, of the virus. Right. Because would a sighted guide then work with, with multiple people? It could be. Because it, it, sometimes we use volunteers. If you're a person who lives alone and you don't have a close relationship with your neighbors, you don't have somebody that can come and help you, uh, CNIB does have uh, what we call vision mates who go and help take people groceries or take them out and help them out with things, and they might help several people. And what about uh, people who are visually impaired, uh, like you said, uh, that would use a white cane when walking? Uh, But that's got to be even difficult, navigating the streets, even when there are other people on the streets right now, making sure you're two metres away from from the general public. Yeah, that's the other issue that we're facing right now is I'm blind myself and I use a guide dog and my dog seriously has no concept of physical distancing or social distancing. She wants to get as close to other people as possible. So we are really requesting that people think about it. 
in the sense of, you know, I can't see you, so I'm relying on you seeing me and staying away from me. Um, it would be very helpful for people as they're passing us to identify that they're there and to let us know we might need a little bit of assistance. So if we do need that, you know, maybe say, you know, I'm over here. Is there anything I can do to help you? And then giving verbal cues to your left, to your right, and, and that type of thing would be extremely helpful. And I think just, you know, at this time, we all need each other. It's it's such a hard time for a lot of people. And I think that if we just demonstrate empathy for each other at this time, we will go a long way. I'm glad you said that because I think there's often a bit of confusion about that as well, in that when you see somebody that is visually impaired or has a cane or a dog, you assume that they, they value their independence, as we all do. Um, I, I don't want to overstep, don't want to offend somebody by suggesting that they need help. But I'm glad that you clarified that and said that, especially now, I suppose, that it's okay to do that. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's okay at, at most times if you see someone, you know, that's having a difficulty to, to, you know, identify yourself and say, is there something I can do to help you? And then how can I help you if, if the person needs help? Because, you know, it's not always that they want you to grab them. You know, I, I certainly don't want somebody to just walk over, grab me and start helping me when I don't need it. Um, but, you know, offering assistance, the person can easily say, thank you, I'm fine. Right. Absolutely. And especially with physical distancing, we don't want anybody getting in someone's space and grabbing them or getting that close to anybody. Um, Are you asking businesses as well then to relax or at least to have, you you mentioned showing empathy to to make, to know that that while these measures are in place and we all understand why the measures are in place, it is, it can be difficult for some people. Absolutely. Um, A lot of businesses when you, you know, people have said to me, well, can't you just get your groceries online? That's fine, but a lot of websites are not accessible to people who have sight loss and who use screen readers or need the large print and the color contrast different than what's on the screen. So often we do have to go out and get uh, physically get our groceries and take care of our, um, our essentials. And so we are asking businesses to, you know, just think about it a little bit and understand that it's, it's not possible for us to do this without that person with us. If we've got a sighted guide with us, it's because we need it. And please just allow an exception to that rule. We're doing the best we can to try and stay isolated, but we also still we still need to eat. We still need to get our prescriptions. Uh, is it helping at all when some of the stores are having the special hours for seniors? And I would imagine somebody with a sight guide would also fall under <clears throat> that criteria um, to bring a sight guide in, in in that time when they're opening earlier in the morning when it's not as crowded? Yeah, I think that's certainly an option. It's not always an option for every person. Um, keeping in mind that, you know, unfortunately, sighted guides aren't available at every moment that we want them. We have to be uh, flexible and go when it's um, when it's best timing for the other person. The other person's working from home and they can only go at a certain time of day. That's that's the only time we have available. So, you know, definitely I would suggest that if it's possible to go early in the morning, that's probably the time to go to make sure that um, you've got the availability uh, to do that in a time frame that people would be a little bit more understanding. But it doesn't change the fact that we are going to have to do those things at regular business hours like other people um, because, you know, they're not available 24-7 like my dog is. 
No, and it's much easier, I think, for people that, that don't have challenges, that don't have a, a visual impairment, to take a lot of those things for granted, even though people have seen their own lives change drastically. Um, it's easier to adapt, I think, without those other challenges. Absolutely. There are so many things right now that people with sight loss are facing that um, I would say someone without a disability uh, doesn't have to live through and doesn't have to go through. And, you know, this is just one of a myriad of things that we're dealing with. Um, But it's one that could be easily taken care of and dealt with if people would, uh, you know, be a little understanding and empathetic.